Welcome to Unity Palo Alto On The Go. Thank you, John. And if he has um, mentored you, thank him. If he has tormented you, thank him. Thank you. That is for for your salvation as well. And that if you look around, if you begin to think um, something different, step back and really broaden your perspective and look at what's going on in the world of church, in the industry of church, in the industry of church leaders, of senior ministers, of people that are called to serve in this way, and the stamina, the resilience it takes to serve in this way, and then reawaken to um, that you're here too to minister to this minister, that he's here to minister to you and will. And will he fall down and trip up? And you bet. Because he's a human being like the rest of us. And he puts his britches on just like you do, (laughs) one leg at a time. So um, be clear about your shared responsibility as a congregation in serving someone, fulfilling a calling so big as this, particularly in the time that we're in. So I know you can, and I know you will. And if anybody else could, they'd be in these seats. So for now, it's you. And John, thank you for the invitation here and for modeling um, extraordinary leadership. Thank you, Martha. I I didn't even know I had britches. (laughs) He didn't know he had britches, and he may not know what britches are. But it's a good segue for I am from Bug Tussle, Kentucky. And I still got invited. (laughs) That's where the Beverly Hillbillies came from. And it's all true. And I had a calling to serve, and that's my mission in life, to serve those who serve. So that's why I'm here today. That's why I believe you're here today also. So whatever your mission is, was appointed to you, was divinely gifted to you, guided to you, and therefore you are equipped for it. Regardless of when it seems like, I can't do this, I can't do this. It's then and precisely then we see how false that is. So look back in your life in times where you thought you couldn't do it. Too big, too awful, too much, too painful, too stressful, too much at one time, too much in a row, too much lacking. And did you do it all together? And did you do it and then some? Now really feel that. There's not been a time, a circumstance, a situation, even with this power, the allure, the allure, the temptation of mind to say, I can't, I can't, too much, too big. They're such a knucklehead. Nobody knows. (laughs) Even in those times, the answer was yes. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Yes, I will. Yes, I did. Yes, I will. Yes, I will again. 
So then you have not only been called to whatever is in your experience, but you've been equipped for what's in your experience. And I don't recall ever reading that it said it's going to be easy all the time. Who said that? Where'd it come from then? So this is the BS, the belief system, these myths that we took on as a little child. Said, oh, everything will always be fair. False. <laughs> a myth, BS. Has it always been fair to you from your mind? No. Think it's going to be always fair up the road based on reality? So let's undo and debunk some of this myth, some of these myths, some of this fantasy that we've been operating in for over 2,000 recorded years. Like, children should be well behaved. Now that's the parents laughing. Those of you that aren't laughing aren't parents. Or you're still in your BS about this. Yes, they should be behaved, and under my watch, they'll be behaved. No, they won't. It's just a matter of time. So then how are you going to relate to this if you're running this fantasy that children should always be well-behaved and it's not reality-based? How do you react when it occurs? When you don't get your way? When it doesn't go like you have in mind, how do you react? Now, this is where us spiritual types get a little uncomfortable. Because then our shadow's out. Then we act frustrated, irritated, put out, righteous, indignant, controlling, manipulating on our good days. So who would you be, what would it be like if you were no longer under that myth? Now, I'm not asking you to give up this myth. Don't let me take your hell from you. We've still got a workshop to do. If you couldn't be under the effects of this myth anymore, that children should be well behaved, who would you be in the situation when they're not behaving as you had delusionally, illusionally in mind? Who would you be in that interaction? What would you teach and model for the child in that interaction if he wasn't under the spell of they should be well behaved all the time? So now turn to somebody sitting by you and tell them this. I'm really glad you came today. <laughs> now turn back to that same person and say, however, this message is for me. <laughs> however, this message is for me. So then, God, spare us from the temptation of mind. Spare us from the BS. Deliver me 
from the temptation of the myth. Deliver me from the BS. For there is the power. For there is the power. There is transformation. For there is transcendence. For there is glory. For there is peace. And for there, right there, right then, is another way of being for me. Another way to be in the world. So let's see what other myths may be running. Think about some of yours, like traffic should flow. <laughs> Loco. So traffic should flow, is it reality-based or fantasy-based? Altogether, we'll have a little choir. Fantasy, fantasy, traffic should flow, BS, fantasy. People should respect me. Altogether, you're quick. Where'd you get that people were going to respect you? Where'd that come from? The BS. A belief system that we innocently took on as a little one. A fantasy we took on. We drank the Kool-Aid. Then as we mature then, as we get emotionally mature and spiritually mature, then it's our calling incumbent on us if we're going to create a new way of being in the world and to create, therefore, a new world to consciously evolve requires us to emotionally and spiritually mature to break through this BS, to transcend this BS, and to say, people are going to respect me. False. They will respect me and disrespect me. Not one or the other. All of it. Both and. They will care for me and won't care. They will like me and dislike me. They'll invite me to their party and not. They'll marry me and divorce me or not. Now, those laughing are the ones that's had their turn at that. Because before we have our turn at that, we're still under the effects of happily ever after. Now, this is why people won't let me do their marriage vows anymore. <laughs> they look very different than the traditional vows. My vows go like this, from a reality base. Hi, party A, party B, welcome today. Party A, do you understand that party B will be quickly offended, easily provoked, reactive, automatic, underhanded, covert, demanding, willful, stubborn, resistant, blame you, criticize you, displace on you, project on you, be uptight, serious, competitive? All right, think on that. Okay. Because if you can say yes to this, you enter a relationship on solid ground. 
then when they are those things which they naturally are, we're the all of everything, the, the, we are the I am that I am, so I am serious and playful. I'm uptight and relaxed. And if you enter a relationship with me with that in your um, awareness, you're going to have a better time with it. Otherwise, you'll live defensively, like an animal, regressed, fight, flight, or freeze. It's where every addiction in the world kicks in, when we don't get our way. When we get so upset over not getting what we wanted, which was fantasy-based in the beginning. So the rest of the vows would go, hey, now do you, party A, understand the other party will leave their socks on the floor? Crumbs on the kitchen counter will mess up the newspaper. Won't write down messages for you. Won't want to go with you to your crazy family's house. Can you bear these things? If you can't bear them, now's a good time to awaken to this. And if you can bear that and aware that you can bear it, it's like, great, you're like me. A human being in a complete spectrum of human phenomena, sometimes critical and sometimes appreciating, sometimes aware and sometimes confused. Sometimes in the presence of God and life and possibility, and sometimes in the depth of doubt and despair. All of it. Human learning processes. And then it gets really juicy, particularly with our unity um, five principles. You know, I listen literally then I hear, God is, I am, I think this way, I pray this way, I live this way. And then this says, God is, God is in everything. It's like, not that knucklehead. No, 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 not my ex-husband, no. Not in my crazy family. So these are our exceptions. Guess who made them exceptions? This is good news. So guess where the source of your freedom and liberation lies? So guess who's holding the key to your liberation? This is good news. So you can check yourself out of hell hotel any moment you choose. And that was magical words from you, Mr. Riley. When we choose to do this, when I choose to transcend this, when I choose to see the whole of this, when I choose peace, peace is not withheld from me. So in any situation, it is an option. 
In every situation, it is an option. Not one that I've practiced. However, 100% always an option. Then you hear, what do you think of Ami's songs, honey? What do you think of this musician? That's his original work. His original words, his source, the way he connects with spirit to write these beautiful words, these lyrics. They, they transform me each and every time I hear them. And then not to mention this guitar business. Wow. And it says, when it all comes knocking, you may as well welcome it. Because you don't get to pick. Have you noticed? So we don't pick what knocks, but we pick how we're going to interact with what knocks. So I don't get to pick who is affronting me or when, but I pick how am I going to be in this interaction. And then when I can't pick, I suffer. And when I don't pick, I suffer. And then through that suffering can serve us for our salvation, our awakening to another option for me. So then we live life with our arms wide open. Eckhart Tolle says you don't have a life. Life has you. Now this will free you or frighten you. For me, it was a huge relief. I don't have a life. Life has me. So then I can even live then in accord with that as, no, thank you. Not what I had in mind. Or, welcome. Let me see what's possible here. Let me save myself again and again and again. Let me practice transcendence. Let me practice the principles of unity. That this too is God. This too is of God, from God, with God. That I, through the power of prayer, meditation, music, lyrics, practice, community, service, can meet this with some understanding. I can meet this as a different person and begin again and begin again and begin again. So, you ready to check out of Hell Hotel? It's not a rhetorical question. Are you ready to check out of Hell Hotel? So turn to somebody by you and tell them, I'm ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to check out of Hell Hotel. Today is the day for my checkout. And my friend, my little three-year-old Caroline says, I'm done. I'm done. I'm done with that kind of suffering. I'm done with that fantasy. I'm done with the pain of believing the fantasy. And this work, and this workshop this afternoon is about um, getting into the depths of that and seeing where our biggest blocks and biggest patterned ways of being, biggest boulders are so that we can live this out. 
and to face this living curriculum with a different way of being and to meet a living curriculum with a different way of being. So I'd love you to stay, not for my sake. If I could free you, you'd already be free. So I'm here to free this one. You come to free that one. And then for whatever we free, collectively we free, we're not handing that down to a baby being born this afternoon. We're not handing it down to that next generation. We're not passing these fantasies on and this BS on. So if you can't stay, get to the work any way you can through these courses, this curriculum, through Unity, through thework.com. That's the technology that we'll be using this afternoon. Also, if this message is resonant with you, go out there to that marthacreek.com website and listen to some of this, these practices and how to apply this. It's all free. Also, out there on a the table is an MP3. Looks like a CD, but it's an MP3. If you don't know what an MP3 is, don't take one. It will be very frustrating for you because it looks like a CD and it's a false. <laughs> so it means an MP3 is a different format that you can put a lot of talk on one, on one little disc. You're welcome to take it. I ask if you do that you understand that I am committed to the planet and to God to get our message out to the whole of the planet. So this is on that for me to sow seeds. So I can reach this much of the world, we can reach this much of the world, and eventually reach this much of the world. So it's the opposite of copyrighted. So duplicate it, give it away, email it, teach from it, do anything you can from it. Leave a donation for it out there. Then I take those donations, go have some more made, and take them to the next place. And if it's not for you, give it to somebody you don't like. Give it to a doctor's office. Give it to the goodwill. Please commit to me to keep it moving. It is meant to be seeds. To sow a new way of being and to create a different world. One life at a time. One understanding at a time. One new beginning at a time. Also, I lead workshops and seminars and retreats, and there's one coming up at Unity Village in September on the 29th. If you want to make a pilgrimage to Unity Village, I'd love to have you there. It's all at MarthaCreek.com. Also, one out in Louisville. It's all detail there. And you're always welcome to come and be a part of any way that I can serve you. Serving those who serve. So as we close here today, we take this time to integrate a new understanding. I invite you to close your eyes and surrender yourself to source. Surrender yourself, all of you, emotionally, psychically, spiritually, physically. Surrender to what created you. To what is breathing you. 
and be breathed. And be aware that you're being breathed. Be aware of the temptation of mind. Yeah, but. Yeah, but. Yeah, but illness. Yeah, but lack. Yeah, but war. Yeah, but traffic. Yeah, but the way they treated me. Be aware of the allure, the temptation of mind to take you back into the BS and choose again. Return to center. Return to breath. Return to being breathed. Imagine now somebody crossing you, somebody disrespecting you or disliking you. And the allure to join that, the allure to make that mean something, the temptation of mind to be affronted, to be offended, to be victimized, and choose again that is theirs that is theirs I return to heart I return to breath to being breathed And I live in power. I live empowered to choose. I live empowered to transcend. I live empowered to transform. To change my form. There is another way of being. We begin again today.
grateful for the beginning. In this moment, let us take a deep cleansing breath and let us celebrate by singing the hallelujah. been listening to Unity Palo Alto on the go. You can find us on the web at unitypaloalto.org.